This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the forest. Everyone comes here looking for a way out. Tyrannosaurus Rex, more like Chrysosaurus, sucks! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. You suck. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Suck ass, Chris. Hi, Troy. Hi, Br- Hi Hotlanta. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Brett. I almost said it. I almost did, I, too. I, I almost myself. did, too. You definitely did say it. Yep. Bro, did I? <laughs> yeah, you, seconds ago. Nah, I don't think I did. I mean, I said the B word, but I didn't, like, call myself that. Fair enough. I'll the good five-letter B-word. I only know the one. It's Brett. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah! Yes. And this week we watched The Forest, as suggested as by my sister-in-law. We watched a movie called The Forest. We didn't just watch a forest. Uh, yeah. Now, if just we were in, in a forest... That would be a cure song. If anybody wants to add that to the IMDb goofs. <laughs> there are not real trees in that forest. Or uh, there's not real forest in the trees. Ooh. I can't see any forest. All I see is trees. All these trees are in the way. Read your damn book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Suck. So we start off at the beginning with uh, John Amplis. No, ha! not that this was, time. Every time, be better. Always John Amplis, all the time. So a woman gets a phone call. Weird. I don't think that ever <laughs> happened before. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yes. So what does this phone call tell her, Gross? A message. Yes, it's it's the police in Japan saying that her sister is a missing person. Oh yes, police in Japan, the uh, the sequel to that Alphaville song. I don't know that one. And they basically you're not because you're not big in Japan. It's true. Mm. And the the Japanese cops tell her that she went to. Uh, Oh boy, I'm not going to say that right, probably. Nah, bro, you got that. Give it a shot, Chris. Aoki Gahagrara. There you go. That's way worse than I probably would have done, so kudos. (laughs) Trick is that I don't care what I say. I just let the words flow out my mouth. It is the the forest that is known for people going to commit suicide in. They're my mouth words. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she says that, you know, my sister would never do that. So she's going to head to Japan to go look for her sister, much to the dismay of her uh, boyfriend or fiance or husband or whatever the fuck male partner. Yeah. That guy. The the relationship is never described. And also, like, isn't her boss or his boss coming for dinner that night? Yeah, she was all fancied up. Yeah. And then, like, they show... Two seconds worth of that, 
but then like looking awkwardly at each other and then just move on. Yeah. I didn't remember the guy by the end of the movie. Mm, yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, there's not much to remember character? Was he like starting a restaurant or something? Or is that something it else I saw? Restaurant. That I'm conflating with this movie. I may be adding things to this movie because I, my brain thought it was too too, too weak. I mean, it's it's fine. I think he ran a slaughterhouse. Mm. Yeah, probably. Full of princesses. <laughs> I hear slaughterhouses rule. That's coming up. Yes. Eventually. So, uh, off, off to Japan we go. Yes. And then they show her landing at the airport and then taking a cab into Tokyo. And which we're in Japan. Presumably she flew into Narita. And Narita is not a taxi cab right away from downtown Tokyo. That is for certain. Uh, you'd have to take a train to Tokyo. And then I guess you can catch a cab from there. But don't feel like it's not like you can just land in Tokyo, Tokyo airport or something and go like take the airport, the, the taxi in. Because I, yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast, but when I went to Tokyo, oh, I went, so I flew, I was flying through Narita airport to go somewhere. And I have a friend who lived in Tokyo, who lives in Tokyo. So I took the train up to Tokyo. We went and we had dinner. And then I had took I was taking the train back down to Narita, but it was like the very last train. And I get to the town Narita is in. I don't remember off the top of my head what it is, maybe Osaka, I don't remember. Um and the train from the airport, the shuttle from my airport to the hotel uh, was no longer running because it was too late at night. So and actually, the train didn't even go all the way to the airport because it was too late at night. So I had to get off at the last stop and get a cab. But cabs don't take cards there. So I had to pay with cash. I had no cash on me. So I had to go to 7-Eleven, which is the only place that is pretty much guaranteed to take American debit cards at their ATMs. But the ATM was down for maintenance for 15, for 45, like nightly maintenance for 45 minutes. So I just kind of had to walk around the town at night with no one around for like 45 minutes waiting for this <laughs> maintenance window to end. So I finally got my cash, got a tab cab to the airport or to the hotel, get check into my hotel, sleep for like four hours, and then get up and have to go back to the airport because I spent all of that time traveling from Tokyo and waiting and waiting and waiting for things to be able to get back to my hotel. <laughs> it was she did not experience any of this. I felt very sad for, that she didn't get to experience a true Tokyo visit like I did. I have a traveling story. Okay. I've left my tri-state area exactly three times in my whole life. What's the other state? Which I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you mean Ohio and Kentucky are two of them. Indiana. Indiana, okay. That's our tri-state area. Yeah. That's the entire story. That's the whole thing. Nah, not really a story, more of a general statement. I but. told you something, didn't I? It's a fucking story, Chris. If you read your book, you know what one is. Yeah. So, Suck. yeah, but my travel trip is, uh, Ameri- if you're from the United States and you're traveling to Tokyo and you need cash, go to 7-Eleven to use a debit card, debit machine, ATM. They will take your card if no one else will. Me and Chris went to Georgia once. 
It's true. It is. <laughs> it's terrifying. We had Did no you go Dragon Con? No, we had no money. And we went to the hotel and there was like blood on the floor or a towel or something. And there was a lot of porno stores all over the place. Yeah. And our buddy almost didn't get to leave on his weekend pass because he got caught with a can of Kodiak, I think. Some dumb shit. And then we went to IHOP. Yeah, we bought knives. We bought knives. <laughs> and pornography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you they had them at the same store. Yeah, I mean, they go together. Hey, I mean, what did products. They had them at the yeah. same several stores on one strip. Yeah, it was like Porto Shop, Porto Shop, Knife Store, Porto Shop. What was it? It was where Adam's dad told us not to stay. Yeah. Victory Victory (laughs) Drive? Victory Drive. Whatever you don't go there. Whatever you do, don't don't even go there, let alone stay there. He didn't even mention that part. We found a fucking motel on Victory Drive. Yeah. We were like, oh, did you say stay on the bad side of it? (laughs) (laughs) And then we found all the porno and knife stores. Yeah, so he was very wrong about not going to Victory Drive. (laughs) That was the place to be. He didn't want you guys buying knives. Or porn. And knives. Just knives. I'll never forget we got carded at the porno shop and the guy was like, 25, all right. And I'm like, I don't don't understand why you did that, sir. But (laughs) we were like 21 or 22, so it didn't make any sense. Yeah, it's not like we were 16. (laughs) It was just like, 25, all right. Go on in, boys. Were we only only 20? Says McLovin on his license. We might have been 20 and he had to be 21. Who knows? I don't fucking remember. 25, all right. <laughs> remember Scummy had a lot of joints. Who like did? He was more than double jointed? Yeah, it was a medical condition. <laughs> anyway. Uh, back to this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Back to reality. Oh, there goes Rabbit. Um... So, a bunch of stuff happens. I can't recall oh, the thanks. order. You uh, certainly have painted a picture. Uh, there's a flashback. Well, she, she she goes to her hotel. She Googles. No, she doesn't Google. She goes to tree search engine and searches the forest and sees a bunch of pictures of, like, corpses that have been taken out of the forest after they've committed suicide. Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, I think I guess they probably flash back to her and her sister at some point. Yeah, well, you can t- her, how, Chris, how can you differentiate between the two sisters, please, since they're uh, identical twins? I'm glad you asked. Hair color and eyeshadow. Because sometimes she's got black hair, and the other one's got the blonde hair, and that's how you can tell. It's yin-yang symbolism for those who weren't paying attention like I was, because I'm a real film buff. <laughs> Don't forget the <laughs> eyeshadow. Yeah, see, the one with the black hair, she has... Uh, issues and the one with the blonde hair does not on account of blonde hair is better scientifically so one's the yin and one's the yang now i I mean the blonde was having more fun clearly yeah and this movie will bear that out totally she has a lot of fun (laughs) so much fun (laughs) too much fun oh she does go to her sister's place of employment yeah and it it freaks out her sister is a teacher Yes, she teaches. Uh, presumably, uh, I don't know if it's like a so. I don't know if it's like an American school in Japan, or if it's she's just teaching English at a Japanese school or what. But I imagine she's teaching English. Well, because like I know my so my brother taught in Bulgaria at like it was like an American school, 
in Bulgaria. So like it was, it followed like kind of like a more American format and stuff, but, and it wasn't like a Bulgarian run school. So I don't know if this was that in Japan or if it was just, she was teaching at a Japanese school. It's, it's not clear. I mean, the movie does not make any kind of mention one way or the other on that. The, the important thing is that it freaked out one of the kids on account of oh, the yeah. twins. Yeah, I love Yeah, she like walks in and they all just start screaming at her because they're like, holy shit, <laughs> she's back from the dead. Yeah. But it turns out she's not really. She's, she ain't. She's yeah. the blonde one. That's how you can tell. Because yeah. she's the ying. She, she's the yang, actually. Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like such yep. a Chris. Yep. Yeah, the dark hair would be the yin, and the light hair would be the yang. I don't know. And uh, she, she she freaks out some kids, goes to her sister's apartment. Uh, Finds medically impossible drug. Yeah. <laughs> you got them big Xanax quarter pounders? Yeah. yeah. They prescribed her a big old Xanax. You need to take That's enough Xanax to kill yourself every you day. You need to just sleep all the time. It's not a coma. It's a 10 milligram alprazolam. Are you tired of being conscious? <laughs> Are you tired of not being tired? Do you want to not do anything ever? Do you want to just smell your own drool and stare at the ceiling? I came to for a second time to take another 10 milligrams so I don't recall anything for the next 24. <laughs> See you in hell, heart rate and memory. That's, that's how you live longer. It's just lower your metabolic rate through uh, through, through drugs. Yeah, like a cat. Yes, that's how cats lower their metabolic. Rate. They're all gassed up on drugs. <laughs> Classic cats. Doesn't seem like she'd be a very effective teacher. Nah, cats are really ah, bad teachers. Ah. No, she just <laughs> she would powder it and then uh, mix it into her coffee so that you know it kind of counteracted the sleepiness. A little hippie speedball gets you going. Yeah, let's put some carob in it. We'll crate them. Make yeah. it extra hippie. And balance it out. Yeah, and then you'll so, be thinking so fast you won't get nothing done. Yeah. And she's kind of like, why would you all go on to a tour of the, why would you go on a field trip to the suicide forest? And he's like, suicide. we go to Mount Fuji, because Mount Fuji is important to history in Japan, oddly enough. Uh, and it's just part of the mountain. It's just there. Yeah, it just, it just exists right there. Yeah. So she takes a trip out. To the forest. Was she tripping? Ha! She takes a train and then she just starts walking while dragging her suitcase behind her. Was she training? Yes. Ha-ha! She had sick gains. Yeah. So sick. I don't understand. So she, uh, yeah, she just kind of like walks into the forest and comes out on a road somehow. Yeah. And she... Ends up at like a visitor center slash morgue. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I was like, I got to this part and I was like, oh man, is this movie gonna go like all fucking like Texas Chainsaw Massacre on us and just get really fucking weird and like crazy and bonky donkey? And the answer is no. The no. answer is no. It does not do any of those things. <laughs> Maybe bonk donk, but not a full bonky donkey. 
It there does were, not get full bonky donkey ever. There were but. corpses in the bottom of the uh, visitor center. Well, and the spirits scream if there's no one there to to sit with them. So maybe just a bong. Yeah, that's why the headphones guy was there. Yeah, murder ball. He has Walkman. So uh, the 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 lady who runs the visitor center takes her down to the morgue. Well, because she's like, have you seen this woman? She's like, oh, yes, we found her. And like, Hell oh, yeah, you we found her. her. <laughs> I was like, well, follow me. I'm not explaining shit. Just follow. Don't you understand? Yep. Follow? <laughs> Don't you speak English? <laughs> What's down there? Basement. Follow. Yep. <laughs> the basement. Follow basement. But it turns out it's not her sister. Nope. It was some other lady. Although the corpse, like she saw the corpse breathe a couple times, which is kind of a little creepy, at least. I thought it was a fart. Can verify. Well, it's just, it's just what to, you can verify that he thought it was a fart. <laughs> yes, or that it I was can a, verify that. He <laughs> yes, didn't think okay. it was a fart. He, yeah, he's pretty. He knows. I was there the whole time. Yep. He's seen my process. <laughs> he said. I never said a word, but he saw it. Yeah. He just went. <gasps> and I was like, nope, that's not how that works. Uh, <laughs> I know you think it's a corpse fart, but that's just not a thing. It farted. <laughs> So she uh, heads to the it, her hotel. Well, no, she heads out of the visitor center, and then some younger lady is telling her not to go in the forest. You know, not to go off the path because the there the the forest is full of lesbian manga. That yeah. lady was terrifying. I'm, she smiled yeah. at all the wrong times. <laughs> that yes. is true. <laughs> she was very excited about telling her suicide. About the juries. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be clear, it was Yure is what she was saying, but it's close enough to Yuri that I was like, hmm, I wonder how we can keep Christian out of this forest now. <laughs> he will certainly leave the path. That's true. Ooh, he's going to tell us about this. <laughs> I hope so. He's going to. So she heads to her be- uh, stupid hotel. Yep. Well, first she goes to the bar at the hotel. Yeah. And uh, is is hit on by uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. Wish doc, com, Leonardo DiCaprio. It turns out he is a quote Australian end quote journalist. Yeah, well, he writes for a travel magazine out of Australia. Australia. He never actually says he's from Australia, but they kind of like treat him like he is even though he has a 100% American accent good day mate crikey yes koalas and such yes yes <laughs> yes quite ah! and uh he decides that he can't turn down this hot news story for his travel blog about the girl what's looking for her missing sister in the suicide forest yeah because that's, that's what travel magazines like in their travel magazines. Yeah. Stuff yes. about dead sisters. <laughs> yeah. You too can lose a relative in this forest. <laughs> Traveling Dead Sister Weekly. Ooh. Yeah. How, how much for this weekend dead sibling package, I wonder? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with us? Nothing. Yeah, everybody else is wrong. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's the children We're who are perfectly wrong. normal. The hell Audible with everything. wink. <laughs> so they uh they seem to be hitting it off. 
And, and he he's... asked if he can record her. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, bro. And he he's asking stories about, you know. Asking stories. Asking stories. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> no, sure that's is a different a, movie. That's a, a series of words. I said them. <laughs> you did. I like it. Hey, let me ask you some stories. Hey, I got, let me ask you a story. <laughs> Pardon me. They were drinking big beers. It's not. It's not my fault. Mm. It's one of them asking stories. Yeah, and they do. They do come that big in Japan. I have had big beers like that in Japan. Big. So, so that was that was that was not a film a film flub. <laughs> Giant beers, yes. Giant Xanaxes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh so what oh, i forget what story does she tell him about the car crash yeah this is when he's, he's <laughs> like so tell me a little about yourself i've never seen a car crash quite like this before nope yeah and yeah okay so let me tell this one because this was this was this, this bit is burned into my memory uh and uh so so she tells him about how like her and her sister like she's kind of She's had kind of like she's been always to keep her sister out of trouble, um, that kind of thing. And she kind of chalks it up to this one time when they were uh, when they lost their parents in a car crash because her grandmother was babysitting them. And one of them had like one of those uh, those disc viewers. I forget what they're called. Viewmaster. Viewmaster. Yes. One of them had a view master, the other one didn't, and they're watching TV. And she's like, and then you hear a car crash outside, and it Shotgun sounds like blast. pop, pop. And I'm like, that's that's not what a car crash normally sounds like. Funny she's car like, crash. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, drunk driver hit my parents as they were turning into the driveway, and he was going like 60 in a residential area. You know, just completely plowed through them. Um, and we so we went outside, and then she shows the grandmother going to the to a door and open up and there's stairs down into a basement. And I was like, that's not outside. Like what the hell is going on? And so they go down the stairs and you see like two bodies with a shotgun between them. And you're like, Oh, but apparently like her grandmother told them to cover their eyes and Blondie, the, the one who is the protagonist of this movie apparently covered her eyes and closed them. But her sister, Jess, the dark haired one did not. And apparently that is why now she has anxiety and dark hair other. And has tried to commit suicide a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she decides to turn in for the night. Uh, turn into what? Um, somebody who doesn't know how to operate light switches, I guess. Oh yeah. Well, no, I think I think she operated them fine. I think the lights yeah. themselves were the issue, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Well, well when she went into her room, she couldn't figure out how to work the lights. That's true. Oh well, I guess that's true when you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Some lights she can work, and some lights she can't. Yeah, Chris, give her some credit. Never. And uh, we get jump scared by an old Japanese woman. You might have got yeah, scared. Like- they found like the creepiest looking old Japanese woman they could find. Yeah. When he says scared, so. he means confused boner. <laughs> oh. I mean, why not both? He's scared of his confused boner? Uh, yeah, who wouldn't be? 
<laughs> I am. I'm the, terrified. I don't want that thing. The first time your boner becomes sentient is is, is a horrifying experience. I mean, yeah. Well, we've I'm all seen confused. little. Oh no! <laughs> this isn't right. This isn't right at all. You're verbalizing. That's not what should happen. <laughs> I can't go into work today. Try explaining that to work. <laughs> Listen, guys. <laughs> So my boner, it's confused. It's yeah. told me some things. I didn't care for any of it. <laughs> it's got some troubling political ideologies. I'll see you Monday. You don't tread on me. What? No. <laughs> so uh, day <laughs> the day breaks, and she has arranged with the uh, the Australian guy to meet up with yeah, a Australian professional, uh, professional corpse wrangler. Yeah, because he's like he's like a park ranger, but on his off days he goes and just kind of walks through the park to see if he just to find any corpses that are there and or to maybe talk people out of suicide if he sees them there. To see the corpses he can see. Yeah. He's a corpse viewer. So he he meets up with everybody, or she meets up with those two at breakfast, because they're gonna tag along with him. And he's like, Okay, you can go, but you can't leave the trail ever, 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 even though they immediately leave the trail as soon as they yeah. enter. Yeah. And if you see anything it's that is not good, it's all in your mind. Yeah, it's not real. The woods, they'll play tricks on your brain parts. Yep. Mine's playing tricks on him. So they, and also, people keep people kept teeps on her not to go into the forest because she has sadness in her heart. Yeah, she's too sad. Too Apparently sad for The Yure feed on the sadness in your heart or something, or attracted to it. Yeah. It's delicious to them. So they head into the woods. Uh, they come across a guy in a tent. Who apparently is contemplating suicide, but since apparently if you bring a tent into the forest, that means you're not like have fully committed to, to doing the deed yet. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the tracker guy, corpse man, tries to, he talks to him. Corpse tracker. He's like, nah, that guy's probably going to be okay or not. Whatever, let's keep going. Yeah. He's not your sister. Yeah. They, uh, they cut. corpse tracker Fisher. They cut a guy out of a tree who did the deed. uh, Yes. And apparently they did it incorrectly. Yeah, there, there is like a college level essay on IMDb about that for some reason. (laughs) Somebody was super upset. Or baked. Yeah, or both. Possibly both. <laughs> uh, we we get introduced the the concept that people will take like a ribbon or a rope or a string when they go off the trail so they can find their way back. So we they follow one of those but don't get anywhere with it, but they do stumble upon her sister's tent. Yeah, it's starting to get late at this point, and the guy, the corpse wrangler guy, corpse tracker is like, um, we used to, we we need to get back to, we got like three hours, but it's going to take us that long to get back to the edge of the forest, so we should just go now. Like, Just leave her a note saying, hey, we found you, here. you found your tent here, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. See you then, sister. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Don't don't and go anywhere. Stay here. 
Yeah, and she's like, well, no, I'm going to stay here from waiting for my sister to return. Which, I mean, I can kind of understand. Yeah. But, yeah, and so she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And then Australian's like, well, if she's staying here, I'm going to stay here to help protect her because I am the, because you shouldn't be in this forest alone. Also, I am a man and she is a weak woman. Yeah. Kind of, kind of implication. And, uh, the corpse, the corpse tracker. He's like, whatever, idiots. Don't forget that you know, not nothing you hear or see is real. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to be dead by the time I get back, but I'll come back in the morning anyway, idiots. Don't die, probably. See ya. Yep. So he heads off. Uh, they yeah. start a little fire. They they have See, a, a chat. Yeah, like, they share stories. He talks about, like, his brother who kept picking fights and got got beat up so hard he lost hearing in his ear. Um, I don't know. Other things. I don't remember. The, these stories were not exciting. Yeah. I don't remember them. Um, he does go a little too far and touch, touches her on the leg, which makes her want to go to bed. Which, I mean... Fair because yeah. she has a partner, whatever he is. Also, she's with a guy she just met the day before by herself in the woods. Yes. And he's not being creepy, but he's not being cool. Yeah. I mean, he's shooting his shot. Yeah. And and they they have a shot of him laying outside of the tent on the ground. Boy, does he look like he has bad intentions when they shoot that. They had that shot of him. Does look very menacing. Although he does say, like, well, yeah, go in the tent, go to sleep. Like, just let me know when you want to switch. I'll be out here. At least, like, he was trying to be gentlemanly about it. Or, like, at least try to be like, no, you'll be in there. I'll be out here. It's okay. Yeah. Only they shoot it to make it look creepy. It's weird. Because it's definitely not the vibe they're going for, but that one shot in particular, it's like, oh, oh, bad things are going to happen in a second. Yep. And they do, but not because of him. Nope. Because of uh, dream sequences. Yes. Well, because, like, doesn't she dream like she's in, like, their grandma's house, and, like, she goes downstairs and there's a tent she opens up the tent, and then there's a little girl in there, and then the little girl does the lights-out face at her. Now, that happened earlier. This one, yeah. there, she thinks a hand is on the outside of the tent, and it spooks oh, her, okay. and then she wakes up. Yeah. And then she hears something when she wakes up, and that, like goes to see what it is, I think. It's really dark outside. She's like calling for the dude, and he's not responding. Yeah, she walks through the woods, and then she runs into a, a Japanese schoolgirl in the woods. Who is, like, in her 30s. Yeah. And Damn, looks I, like she's been outside I, for a week. I think it was the same lady who was the, the, the younger one who was at the visitor center who smiled inappropriately. But I, I'm not certain on that. I don't, you know, maybe Chris will check IMDb and let me know. But, He's um... You know, I, maybe I just am, can't tell the difference. I'm a racist. I don't know. But I think it might be it might be the same woman. But yeah, like she's like obviously like in her 30s and she's like, oh, yes. Um, she's like, are you, you know, it says something about Miss Jess. 
and how Miss Jess needs help and that she shouldn't trust the guy, the man she's with. Um, don't trust him. Um, and then does like Aiden, the, the Australian guy start calling her name or something. And she like runs, she seems to running through the forest for some goddamn reason. And falls and like cuts her hand. Yeah. And, and then the dude finds her and they're like, well, we got to like, we should go in the, you know, and then it's like, well, why don't you go back to sleep and we'll, you know, we'll regroup in the morning. Those were two different people. Okay, good. Good. Great. Yep. Good to know. Um, yeah, so they wake up in the morning. It's like eight o'clock in the fucking morning. He's like, "Hey, we should go, we should go walk around." And she's like, "Wasn't Corpse Tracker coming to meet us here?" He's like, "Well, yeah, but like, it's early enough. We could probably just get back to the edge of the forest, and he'll find us there." And you're like, "But you know," and you're like, and then you're like, "Okay, so maybe we shouldn't trust this guy because he's making some weird suggestions." Yeah, that's like the wrongest thing you could do if you're lost in the woods is just to blindly stomp off in some direction. Yeah. And like, and also you're at Jess's tent. If she's going to come back, she's going to come back to this tent. So and why you would already, you leave? You already know a guy is coming back to find you there. Yes. At the tent. It's not like you're lost, lost and don't even know if somebody's going to come find you. Like you're waiting yeah. for a dude. Yeah. The dude who knows exactly where this is, is coming to get you. Why would you wander off? And he's like, no, no, we totally should. Yeah. And then she's uh, like, well, you're the guy, so I guess we should. Like, she just kind of goes along with it. Yeah. And then we're treated to the the river corpse that, and then the river goes the other way. Because they're following, they're going downstream. Right, because they want to yeah you, they want to fill the river downstream because the river runs from the top of the mountain to the bottom. So if you want to get to the bottom of the mountain, you follow the river. So she looks over and the mount the river's flowing from the right of the screen to the left of the screen, and there's like a fucking corpse just floating down the river. And she's like, "Hey, dude, you see this?" He's like, "Oh man, that's fucked." He's like, "Yeah," we, and he's like, "We should go this way." She's like, "But I thought you said we should go downstream." He's like, "Yes." downstream and she's like no but this way is down and then she looks down and the river's flowing the other direction from the left of the screen to the right of the screen and she's like what wait what now she's confused yeah and now she super doesn't trust him so she demands to see his phone he made the river change directions <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh he's like I don't know what you're on about like and she's like no you met my sister already I, I met a schoolgirl in the woods last night. What told me so? Yeah. So let me see your phone. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then he, she finds pictures of her sister on his phone, which presumably aren't actually on his phone. Well, if she is hallucinating, they are not there. If she is not hallucinating, they are there. <coughs> yeah. It's, so it's not clear. Nothing is real. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, we're going to get like a nice descent into madness. This could be fun. But she just hucks her, his phone and then runs. Yeah. Yep. And, and then uh, she and she falls into a pit. Oh, well, first she uh she finds the twine. 
Oh yeah. So and ties it around a tree in the middle of the woods. What so she can find her way back to the middle of the woods in case she needs to. Needs to. Yeah. I guess. And then somebody's whispering at her to turn around because there's a whole bunch of ghost monsters behind her. And then she gets scared and starts running, and that's when she falls in the hole. Yep. And, that's and then her her buddy's down there, though. Yeah, her schoolgirl buddy is there. Yeah. And she turns into a grudge monster. Yep. They're all grudge monsters. And she does the, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real, chant to herself, and then is not attacked by the grudge monster. Yeah, and she yells for help, and Australian guy shows up, uh, goes to fetch a rope, because I guess day, mate. he's just got like 40 feet of rope hanging around somewhere, I guess. And apparently he is strong enough to pull a person up out of a hole with just his arms. Yeah, like, dude's buff as shit, apparently. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, like, he's like, that guy works out on the rowing machine a lot. (laughs) He's broke three Pelotons. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, all the Bowflex. Um, Yeah, no. He went through, like, nine Bowflexes. Yeah, all at once. Bowflexes for breakfast. And when she, uh, she's waiting for him to come back to get her out of the hole, she finds a Viewmaster, which Mm -hmm. contains pictures of car crash yeah the car crash the last yep. picture being uh the grudge monster version of her dad what died in the car crash yeah yeah jump scaring at her through the Viewmaster. yeah but she uh she gets freed from the australian man uh and as all this and then australian man is like look you seem like you don't trust me Take this trust knife. So now yeah. we can trust each other. Yeah. He, he called it a knife. Yeah. Also, like, maybe not give her a knife right now? Yeah, I mean, she's super stable. Yeah. Super I'm, stable, yeah. Super didn't run off screaming into the woods and fall in a giant hole or anything. She seems yeah. to be making super solid decisions all about self-preservation. Probably should it's give her like- a big knife. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, everyone sees weird schoolgirls in the forests, right? Yeah. I know whenever I'm in the woods and somebody screams that I killed their sibling, throws a phone in my face, runs and falls in a hole, and then is clearly panicked about the schoolgirl in the hole, I usually give them a knife. A gun if I have it, but if I don't, a knife will work. Yeah. (laughs) Or if you have both. Well, then I give him the gun and keep the knife, and I'm like, you wouldn't bring a knife to a gunfight, right? Yeah. Or or else he just tapes the knife to the bottom of the gun and makes a bayonet out of it. Yeah. Yes? Yes. And as as, uh, they're rebuilding their trust via knife trades, old uh, corpse wrangler has come back looking for him. He's like, ah, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> they done wandered off like idiots. I've been gone they did for the, like six hours. Like, what the hell? They did the one thing I told them not to do. The literal only thing they had to do was nothing, and they fucked it up somehow. Yep. So he heads back out in order to, you know, notify the proper authorities that they have a missing person situation. Yeah. And that uh, they weren't there to commit suicide. And meanwhile, Team Trusting... The, 
they're looking for a uh well the Australian like a, guy said he found like an old Rangers cabin tower. Yeah. thing. It's like Firewatch. Yeah. And she is like, Oh, you just found it in the woods? Huh, you fucking asshole? And he's like, Yeah, I was walking around. You remember the part where you ran off screaming and fell in a hole for like three and a half hours? What do you think I was doing? Just sitting there like <laughs> I was I was trying to find stuff. So they head to the ranger station where there's like a super old radio. Yep. He wants and he tries to fix it with the knife. Yeah. Cuz he has I mean, to get yeah, the just, trust knife back. Yeah, you have to stab the have to stab the radio a couple times to get it work. It's one of the old stabby radios you're always hearing about. I like to have a stabbing radio. You put the knife in and you twist. Knife goes in, radio comes out. I mean, you would think that the clear problem he should have seen originally is the fact there is zero electricity in this thing. He ain't jammed no yeah. knives in it yet, either. I guess that's I mean, true. Yeah, yeah. How do you know there's electricity if you don't touch the live wires with a knife, Chris? You have to have your testing knife. Aren't you a computer guy? Don't you know these things? Oh, yeah. That's the first thing you I use do. use your testing knife all the time, right? Yeah. How do you make sure something's working the computer, right? You, you just... take a knife and you stick it directly into it. As hard yeah. as possible wherever you want to. If it wasn't broken before, sport. it sure is now. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to call Chris. Yeah, you have the HDKI port, the high-density knife in pla- <laughs> insertion port. Seems to me the problem is I've jammed a knife in this computer. <laughs> Oh, so here's your problem. I stuck a knife inside of this. That That's fucked it up right away. Almost immediately, this thing was fucked. Took seconds. I think I should really check on the accreditation of the school I went to. I'm starting to think that maybe. But I did so well in my knife class. It's the Vustoff School of Computer Repair. I, I really, really am having second thoughts on going to the... Buck School of Computer Repair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, meanwhile, uh, someone is knocking on the door to, is it like, oh, to an interior door that she thinks goes down to the basement, even though they're in a tower? Yeah. Because <laughs> she thinks that he has her sister locked up in this ranger station, um, and so the, like a piece of paper, uh, slides on the door and says, it's me, Jess is, is Australian there. And so Blondie writes back, yes, and slides it back under. And then like it, the paper comes back out from under again and says, I don't know, something like he has me trapped down here, get the key or something like that. Yeah. And I, I do like the fact that, uh, she finds the door. She's like, the basement door is locked. And Australian's like, how do you know it's the basement? Because it has a door. Yeah, and she's like, what else can it be? It's like, I don't know, fuck a closet or something? Like, it could literally yeah. be any other room. Like <laughs> Closet, bedroom. Yeah. Kitchen. Bathroom. <laughs> yeah. A den of some sort, possibly. Second office. basement. Conservatory. A makeshift morgue. Like, it could be anything. Solarium. Yeah. Small laser tag arena. But uh, thanks to the basement note passing. Basement? Damn near killed her. Whatever. Arboreum. She, she finds a, a knife in one of the kitchen drawers and pulls it on uh, Australian. You've never been to an underground arboreum before? Weird. Weird. 
And mm-hmm. she she puts the knife up to his neck, and she's like, "Okay, look, give me the key, and nobody has to get hurt. I know you got my sister in there." And he's like, "Hey, cool. The fuck are you going on about? Like, <laughs> yeah, seeing that bad stuff that ain't real, huh?" And, she, and he's like, "Okay, fine. I'll give you the key. Just like back off a second. And yeah. then she's and he's like, "I don't have a key because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> yeah, and then he rushes her. You know, on account of she's trying to knife him. Yeah, because that's what you do with people with a knife, is you get in knife range of them. Yeah, you should always close the distance immediately. <laughs> yeah. Get Really get in that stab range if you really want yeah. to keep yourself safe. Call their bluff. <laughs> I'm starting to think I shouldn't have taken that self-defense class when I went to college. Yeah. The same guy that I, taught the knife class. Yeah, it turned yeah. out stabbing was the answer to, like, everything. Yeah, yeah. Calc- integrate this formula: stabity stab stab. Okay, good, correct. Yeah. Oh. Stab prime. Stab it. Yes, that is the answer <laughs> to that math problem. Yeah. And uh, they have a little tussle, which uh, ends up with Australian falling on the knife directly yeah. at his heart, though. So that was that was handy. Yep. Stab through the heart. And she's to blame. And he just kind of dies. Chris and... gives love a bad name. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And, and now the basement's just <clears throat> open. Yep. And uh, she heads down and sees the little kid version of either her or her sister. It's unclear. I think it was her sister because she was trying to cover her eyes. So she was trying to protect her sister from ah, seeing the scene. From seeing the car crash. Yes, the car crash, basement suicide, murder. Wink. And she uh, she heads down, and when trying to shield her child sister, her dad scuttles across the floor and grabs like her. Creepy, creepy style, yeah. And she decides the best course of action is to c- cut his corpse fingers hands off. with the yeah, knife. Yeah, cut his fingers off. Yeah can't grab if you ain't got no fingers that's true and We've then all been there inexplicably we cut to uh the sister who is still fine out in the woods yeah and she's like oh yeah they also talk about the twin connection a lot in this movie me and chris have a twin connection do we we finish each other's sandwiches sandwiches of course yeah <laughs> I'm not stupid. And, uh, <laughs> oh, at this point, we forgot to mention her. I would never eat after Chris. Uh, Blondie's no. got some husband, kind of weird mouth boyfriend thing that I really shouldn't bring up. But I have. Fiance roommate. Yeah. He's now in Japan with uh, the search party, and they're all out searching, and they're getting ready to give, the, give it up for the night. And, uh, Jess sees them and starts running, mm-hmm. but she could also hear Blondie hollering at the same time. Hoot hollering, even. Yeah, and she's also running? Yes. And Jess manages to find the search party, and they're all like, whoa, 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 and she's and like... She, and- and she and he's like, oh, hey, Jess, it's Rob. It's Rob. And she's like, Rob. Oh, that's great. Where's Sarah? Was that her character's name? Yes. Okay. 
where's Sarah? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't seen her. And then they cut to Sarah in the woods. Yeah. Because it turned out that the... She runs into... Doesn't she run into the schoolgirl again? Yeah. She was cha- She thought she was chasing Jess, but Jess turned out to be schoolgirl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she looks down and her wrist is all slashed up because yeah. the her her ghost dad... Yeah, they, they tricked her fake. into slitting her own wrists. By, by faking her out with ghost dad. Yeah. And then the forest hands pull her into the dirt. I'm surprised then, you made it this far in the episode without hitting your condescending tone when you really hate the movie. You only did it for the last, like, ten seconds there. You started really... Your hatred of this film started coming it, out of it, your voice. Yeah, the last you the really, last couple minutes of this really it, pissed it was, me off. It really shits all over itself. Yeah. And then what happens, Chris? It's a poop taking a poop. Oh, well then, uh, for whatever reason, Corpse Wrangler, he hears a, a, some sort of bustle in the hedgerow. And he looks back, and then we're jump-scared by a fucking ghost monster version of Sarah, who I guess is going to eat his fucking face, which doesn't seem in line with the rules, but whatever. Who fucking cares? The movie's over now. And there is no stinger, I checked. You poor bastard. I fast-forwarded. As soon as the credits came on, I made it stop. (laughs) Well, you enjoy that whatever song played over the credits, that was pretty terrible. (laughs) Nope. Was that that C minus power metal that yeah. I was commenting on? Yeah. Well, yes, I do remember the C minus power metal, and that's the end of this. Yep. So hot, Lana. Boy, not much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a very underwhelming film. It started as nothing. It continued as nothing. It ended as nothing. Um, the scene when she was. Telling them about the car crash, then you saw that it was, you know, a murder-suicide in the basement. That was that scene was interesting. Yes. And that's really all that I can give this movie. Is that one scene was pretty interesting. I didn't care for much else. It was the least believable Australian I've ever seen in my life. I would believe Chris right now more if he told me that he was Australian. I am Australian. And I, really? No yeah. shit. Huh, I'll be damned. Born and raised. <laughs> I've known you since you were 14, and I didn't know. And you're in the same house I thought you grew up in, but still. Yeah, no Australian, no shit. Yeah, huh. I got he my mo- state-mandated mandated didgeridoo. Yeah, bro, you you already you, you sold me. You don't have to keep going. You're fine. I know you're Australian now. Hit a, hit a pet koala. It's a drop bear. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, there's. I have nothing for this movie. It was not lit. Oh, that's. I mean, so you say it was nothing, man. and then the fucking the hands pulling her into the the earth at the end. That was just the shit icing on the shit cake. Mm. It was bad. Mm. So, me? Yeah. Oh, my turn. I'm looking at you, ain't I? Uh, yeah. This movie's boring. This this movie's boring. And it's, I I don't like the fact that they used a real place. That that seems distasteful to me. And this is coming from a guy who's totally into like stupid nonsense, gore bullshit. But it just doesn't seem super appropriate. They could have just, 
it could have just been the fucking forest somewhere. It didn't have to be, like, the literal Japanese suicide forest. It doesn't do anything but try to, like, cash in on that, which just seems gross to me. Like, I don't know. I mean, it would have been one thing if it was, like, a Japanese production by a Japanese writer to the Japanese director with Japanese actors, like, saying something yeah. about the forest and suicide. There but instead... It was just a bunch of white people trying to cash in on like they somebody heard that there was a suicide force in Japan, so now everybody's got to make a movie about it. Apparently, yeah, it was. It's like uh, it's like the movie Suicide Club. Like that was a very specifically a Japanese movie full of Japanese social concerns. Like that makes sense. Like it had the right cultural lens on it. This was just like. Hey, you ever heard about that suicide force? That's creepy. Let's make a fucking movie about it. And then let's make it super fucking uninteresting. Yeah. All the forest stuff was filmed in Siberia. Amazing. Serbia. That's close. The There's some same thing. I mean, I got some letters mixed up, but I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah, I mean, this it's not It's just dull and boring. It's the worst it's the worst kind of movie. Just because it's just boring. Nothing really happens. Every so often, you can uh, say, hey, here, brace yourself for this inevitable jump scare that's going to come up in the next 40 seconds. So that's mm -hmm. fun. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Skip it. You ain't missing much. Troy? Uh, you guys have covered most of it. I think the other thing that we determined off 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 mic was that they filmed all the uninteresting parts of this movie. Like there probably could have been some injury. Like I mean, like I said, like her descent into madness might have been really fun to watch. Um, but they spent too much of the movie doing nothing to leave themselves time to film the descent or descent into madness. Um, also, uh something else popped in my head and popped right back out. God damn it. Um, that there was just, I don't know. Like I was thankful though, that this was not like she had been dead the entire time. And we were just seeing her relive how she died or that they weren't actually twins. They were the same person. And she's just made up the search for herself in their head or something like that. Like, at least it wasn't that. I was kind of afraid that's where they were going for a while. Um, it but, was all a dream. Yeah, no, at least it wasn't that. But it, I don't know. It's 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 a wet it's a wet fart through a wet newspaper kind of movie. It's that interesting, I guess. It's a poop um, on a poop. Yeah, I'd say do not watch this movie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But speaking of watching movies, Chris, what are we watching next week? We watch movies. We're going to watch Blood Red Sky. As suggested by Mr. Green. Based on Chris and Troy, it seems like it's going to be a lot more exciting than The Forest. Well, I mean, they've most told me nothing are. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So if what if other people want to recommend the ambient version of a movie, how do they do that? I don't fucking know, man. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. You can find us on the Facebooks because we are the Slaughterhouse Princess. 
You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Don't just email slaughterhouseprincess. That's a different thing. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com and find all kinds of information. I made that shit up. I don't fucking know. Not the other stuff. The one thing. You can go to uh, slaughterhouseprincess.com and we're on like iTunes and iHeartRadio and Spotify and all that mess. Patreon, Discord, and store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Thank you to all of our Patreon backers for your Patreon backing. Mm-hmm. Chris. What? Just felt like yelling. Oh, okay. I think that's about it. You were Slaughterhouse Princess. Yeah. So come back next time for Blood Red Sky. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. It's good and good for you. Mm. It's good.